This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Brad Burton. Brad, your life reads like a movie script. You can't make this stuff up. So if I read everything correctly, you were addicted to drugs, not once, but twice, twice were twice on government benefits at the age of 31, you were delivering pizzas. If you gave anybody else, if you gave 99 out of a hundred people, those life circumstances, I would imagine most of their lives would have gotten even worse. Instead, you became the highest rated motivational business author on Amazon, the UK's number one motivational business speaker, the author of four best-selling books, the founder of the largest business network in the UK. I'm not even scratching the surface. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm delighted, Seth. I really am. You know, it's, it just shows you, I think, you know, my story is everyone's story. I think the difference is, is most people are not stupid enough to share. And I've built a career out of my story. You know, and I look at any individual, there's, you know, if I go back far enough with you, Seth, I'll find something questionable. If I go back far enough with anyone, I'll find something questionable. The difference is I'm stupid enough to share it. I would replace that word with smart enough to share it because it's part of what's responsible for your success. But I want to go back in time a minute because if you think about the fact that most people, given those circumstances, would have given up, given in, they might have been dead in 10 years, which you could have been. So take me back to rock bottom. What? Tell me a little bit about the mindset shift you made and how you made it to say, no, I'm not giving up and head to an early grave. I'm turning this around. 
you know, my children came along and that was what changed everything. Um, you know, for the first time ever, it was no longer about me. It was about someone or something else. Because if it was left to me, I'd sit there smoking bongs all weekend. However, my children came along and it was like, you've got to get real now. You've got to start doing something for to make a difference. And that was it. So it wasn't any kind of instantly everything changed. Um, it was a gradual change. And, you know, you say about rock bottom. I've hit rock bottom. It's interesting. I, I wrote this before I came on here. There's been numerous times in my life when I've hit rock bottom like numerous times, you know, whether it was addicted to drugs, whether it was running out of money, whether it was I got shot at when I was 21 years old, um, whether it was having a nervous breakdown in 2012, I'm okay now, Twitch. Um, you know, all these kind of things here, all these kind of things, all these stories um, are, are life stories of mine. And right now I've even got a stalker, a real life stalker, which sounds more fun than it actually is. So it's been a really interesting time for me in my life. And I, like, as I said, my story, I believe, is everyone's story. I think everyone has, has these rock bottom moments. For me, it had to turn around because um, I just couldn't go on that way. And that's the reality of it. I think the difference is you made your mess your message. Oh. And used it to inspire others. So let's talk about that. You mentioned it was gradual. It wasn't just instantaneous overnight. What was the first? Kids are born. What was the first transition from pizza man to something more than that? So let me just go back before the pizza. I told my employer on December the 16th, 2004, to shove the job up their ass. That's what happened. I said, shove your job up your backside. And I walked on a point of principle. I arrived home after a wonderfully liberating three hours home. And uh, my wife, she was furious with that decision. Started crying. And I said, I'm going to go start my own business off. How difficult can it be? I thought it was all going to be private number plates, fish tanks, BMW 5 Series. The reality is low sales, no sales, depression. And in my case, a whinging wife, there's no book on that. There is now. But look, the reality is, is that um, I started my business off with no idea. But what I knew is I was 30 years old. I knew that I had to do something different. Um, that business, I started a marketing business off and I did OK. I did OK, but I still had to deliver dominoes at weekends. That's the reality of it to, to get it moving. And then I realized something that actually, you know, I had to think bigger. You go and put a shark in a fish tank, eight inches, same shark in the sea, eight foot. I had to think bigger. And I realized that, that I'm actually destined for something bigger. I don't know whether that's misguided self-belief or whatever, but that's all I ever had. You know, I am the UK's number one motivational business speaker in the UK. And people say, Brad, how did you become the UK's number one motivational business speaker? I just made a website and said I'm the UK's number one motivational business speaker. You know, and people go, oh, you can't say that. Look, let me tell you something. The term motivational business speaker never existed until I created it. You go on Google. There's not a single reference. It was a term that I kind of coined. And consequently, I kind of dominated and owned that space. If I said to you, I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest, Seth, which boxer am I referring to? Exactly. Muhammad Ali, the greatest of all time. And oh, which boxer? I thought you said box. And I was looking for a box to check. Yes. Sorry. Muhammad box. Ali, self-proclaimed. Yes. And then oh. he earned it. Right. And, and that's what we've got to do. So the first person you have to convince of your brilliance is you, because when you're trying to sell a product or a service or whatever, if you don't 100 percent believe in it, 100 percent, not 100 percent believe in it. Don't get upset when the people you're sat opposite don't 100 percent believe it either. So it's so important. This is your best chance of success. This is your best chance of failure. <laughs> you need to switch on. How do you if you look and I mean whether it's society or social media or the world we live in, there's so much negativity, chaos, divisiveness, all that crap that we could let get in our way, or we could use as fuel for the fire like you do every single day. How do we make that shift? 
well, by first and foremost, stop watching the news. You know, I've stopped watching the news. I'm 18 months in now, 18 months. I don't watch the news. I've watched a grand total of 51 minutes in 18 months. I was a news addict, 24 hour rolling news. I needed to be informed. Well, let me tell you something. I would rather be uninformed and happy than informed and miserable. There'll be stuff going on right now globally that I have no idea on. And I'm telling you something, focus on what you can impact. That's it. Just focus on what you can impact. And if you are, as a friend of mine said, oh, I've, I've listened to you, Brad. I've, I've cut down on the news now. I've only watched two hours this weekend. I said, tell me what you learned for that additional one hour and 58 minutes that you didn't learn in the first two minutes. Oh, you saw a school getting bombed. Brilliant. How did that work out for you? And it doesn't mean I don't care. It means I can't impact. So this is the thing. If you want to impact this world and change the world, then what you need to do is focus on your world. And only then, once you've won your world and everything is, there's no more problems, only then would I suggest you move on. So that's how I keep myself in this kind of tip-top condition. I do not allow myself to get dragged into Facebook arguments, you know, anti-vaxxers, Trump, dem democracy, whatever. Don't do that. You have written four best-selling books. Who do you read for inspiration? You know what? I take inspiration from everyone that I ever see. I don't say there's a particular author um, as such. I can give you a book and I will do in a second. However, real terms is I find inspiration in everything that I see in the, the, the single parent that's holding down three jobs whilst trying to do a side hustle and run a business. That's how I find inspiration. You know, inspiration in the UK, whether it's Lord Sugar, which is our biggest, probably one of our biggest entrepreneurs or Richard Branson, they don't impress me with the greatest respect. They've done it. They've achieved massive things. But the people that impress me are people like me at 31 years old delivering pizzas to keep their life and their business afloat. Because if I'd not done that, I wouldn't be here now. So in order to get to where you need to get to, whoever this is who's watching this, to get to see where everyone wants to be, you've got to go by A and B. And A and B is the bit where you've got to do stuff that you don't necessarily want to. In my case, it was delivering pizzas. Going back to the book, there's a single book that I read uh, in the last 18 months, which actually I didn't understand it the first time I read it. And the second time I read it, kind of landed in a, a book called The Power of Now by Eki Toll, um, or Eckhart Toll. That was a mind-blowing book, mind-blowing book. And maybe it's because I'm 50 years old now, I'm getting slightly older, started being more spiritual almost in my approach to life and indeed business. Yeah, absolutely love Eckhart. Um, we're big fans of his books and his message on the show as well. What inspired you to write your first book? Credibility. Nobody was taking me seriously. Nobody was taking me seriously. And when I wrote this in 2007, released in 2008, um, you know, there was no book with a swear word on like that. It was like a cuss word, you know, whoa. Uh, but what I, I needed is people were not taking me seriously because look at my background, right? You know, I get it. I wouldn't take me seriously either at 31, 32. This guy was saying he's going to do this, this, and this. He's like, come on, this guy's crazy. Um, that's what it was. And when I got my first book, that is a kind of Bible for the reality of what it is to run a business. Because when you first start in business, you're more a market trader than a managing director, you know, a CEO. And, and I think that's kind of served me, if I'm honest there, Seth, because, you know, last year or 1,100 days ago, uh, Boris Johnson, our prime minister at the time, asked us to stay at home. Please stay at home when the pandemic landed. My business organization for networking, we was running 5,000 business networking meetings, uh, real life ones, up and down the UK, everywhere, every town in the UK. And he told us to stay at home. We then pivoted and took it online. However, it was a $3, billion, uh, sorry, $3 million business gone overnight. That's the reality of it. So if my identity was kind of sewn up in that, I'd be in trouble right now. Fortunately, it's not. And I see lots of people trying to go back 
to a time and a place that no longer exists. And that's where I see a lot of business owners kind of get themselves in a bit of a mess. What do you think is the most common mistake that business owners are making that is causing them to not get the results that they want? Never being happy with where you are. You know, happy and success is always around the next corner. It's always at the next deal. Get a 40-inch TV, then you want a 60, then an 80, then a 100, then you want a 100-inch curve, now you want a home cinema system. Now It never ends. And this is the bit that I've understood. I've come from a, a working class, um, you know, uh, government benefits life. That's that. I've got no qualifications, nothing. And yet somewhere along the way, as I've moved forward, I kind of started not being content with what I had. It was always the next stage. And then I realized something. Certainly after my business collapsed, I'm doing okay, to be honest. But my business collapsed. My, my The one that I'm in the UK primarily known for, it collapsed. Um, and for me... If I didn't have this mindset about being content and making where I am, where I want to be, I'd be in trouble. And I help and mentor a lot of business owners that are, have successful, massive businesses. It's just not enough. And that's the question that I'd ask your audience. How much is enough? And that just, just ask that question, because when you get to that, that stage, which is what happened with me with this, I wrote the book, Now What? I'd retired at 42. I had more money than I sensibly knew what to do with, sensibly knew what to do with, you know. I didn't have a fleet of, of supercars, but I had more money than a working-class lad like me who's come up from government benefits knew what to do sensibly. And I wrote now what? Because so many people um, don't have a now what. And the only time they ask that is when the shit hits the van. That's the reality of it. You've gone through so much and achieved so much success on the other side of it and helped so many other people. What's your biggest challenge now? What a question. Go on, fella. Um, it's not getting dragged. In fact, I wrote something. If, I, if I've got it here. <laughs> there we go. Let me show you. This is something that I, that I, this is one of my things that I do. Um, look there, my biggest problem right now, capacity. Only one me. Solution, charge more. That's about the reality of it is that I started on a process a few, eight weeks ago. I'm doing something new. And I've been swamped, absolutely overwhelmed and swamped. And that was me wrote that on the 27th. So three days ago, capacitor for the first time in my life, I've genuinely got capacitor. And, and what I mean by that is I don't want to get back into getting to the hamster wheel of, of running and actually not really sure why I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, we can get more clients and get a bigger office and we can do this. Why? Because then you can, yeah, but why? And I'm, I'm the, maybe like I said, look, I would not have had this attitude and this approach 19 years ago. But I think as I've got older, I've become more wiser in, in, in what's really important. And yes, business, you create a business to create a life. But when your life is being dominated by that business, is that really a life? That's an excellent question. And I'm sure addressed in the book, Now What? by Brad Burton. Um, on the capacity side, you could always certify other people to be Brad Burton certified trainers, and then they could go out and be you. Why? And what I mean by that, why? And it's not like I've got self-limiting beliefs because I've done it before. I had a team of 800. So, you know, let's not think that I can't do that. I can do that. But why? Ah, because when you do, you can what have a bigger house. I've got the biggest house ever. But you can get, and this is the question. It's like, whoa. And nobody ever stops to take stock ever. Everyone's just like rushing to the next thing. We need to get our business bigger. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, I, I, I just, it's a really, this is, and you said to me, what's the biggest question or challenge that I face now? Is this, which direction do I go? Because I'm 50 years old right now. My father died at 53. 
So on that timeline, I've got three years left. Am I really going to spend that time that I have building something? I don't know. When actually I've got everything I want. Really interesting times for me. Really, I mean, great times. But I'll tell you what's interesting. <clears throat> when I think about the worst day of my life, which was January the 2nd, 1995, I got shot at in a place called Manchester in the UK, sort of middle of the country. And I moved away 200 miles and I moved to a seaside resort over in the UK. I remember being depressed or down for many, many years and angry as an angry young man. And I realized that I wanted to go back to a time and a place that no longer existed, which is what I talked about a second ago about the pandemic. So that first time I wanted to go back to a time and a place that no longer existed, at some point I got over it. And that's allowed me to kind of transition through the pandemic as a result of the lessons that I've learned from that most difficult time in my life. Your passion is so obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Making a positive difference. You know, I, I genuinely do. If I you put a USB cable in my head and looked at my primary directive like Robocop, it is about making a positive difference. There is a, 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 a nation, a globe of people like Brad who were never going to amount to anything. Why? Because they're not switched this on or they don't believe that, that better is possible. And that's what I'm, I'm living proof that that can happen. Couldn't have said it any better. This is that we know your time's incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending it, some of it with us. This is Seth Green with Brad Burton. Brad, for our folks watching and listening who want to learn about the books, the speaking, the movement, where is the best place for them to go to learn more? Work with Brad.biz. Awesome. All right, Brad, thanks again for your time. Yeah, thank you. Keep going. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.